Welcome back to the With Joe Weeby podcast. I am your host, Joe Weeby. I'm excited to be back with you another day. I hope is it in the morning. Good morning to you. Or maybe good evening if you're at night. I know some people, my favorite, I love hearing how everyone uses, uh, listens to the podcast because it's obviously short. It can be done in batch. We can do every day. So it's really interesting to hear that. And uh, I love, like someone told me the other day, they listen to it when they go into bed, that it relaxes them for bedtime and just a few thoughts to mull as they go to sleep and relax at the end of the day. Others, um, you know, listen to it while they do the physio exercises. Some people I know are doing it in the morning on a commute. So it's really cool thinking about all the different parts of the day that the pod can fit into. It's really awesome. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying that part of it. Um, yeah, so how are you listening to it? Hmm. Today, I, I talked last time about the utility consumption model of friendship. Today, I want to talk about how we form friends. So, I've, this is somewhat related to these friends I have. I'm going to call them Maggie and Jane. Uh, Maggie and Jane grew up on the same street, uh, not far from me. So, they've been friends. They went to primary school together and high school together. So, they you know, would have been together every step of the way and they're still great friends to this day. But the funny thing is we all laugh, all of us who know Maggie and Jane laugh at them because they're just so different to one another. So Maggie is like really kind of um, <laughs> much more introverted, just likes to kind of stay in, read fiction novels, very lethargic, you know, very often, very rarely like in the, in the mood to kind of do anything in particular, just likes to kind of hang around and bum around a bit more. Whereas Jane is just so extroverted. Jane can't sit still. Jane, you know, is always doing something super productive. Um, she's quite entrepreneurial. She's got her hand in all, fingers in all these different pies, right? You know, and it's it's funny. It just gets funny. Like I think they they both used to be in kind into kind of um, uh, soccer together, um, like in, as an interest and passion. But I think Jane's just much less interested interested in it in, in this in the, these days her bucket has just changed over time she's been out there kind of just doing more and but they still remain great friends and so it kind of makes all of us laugh like they're such great friends but they're into such different things whereas it's kind of been funny like jane has another friend now talia and talia they met because they were doing a um i think one of their business projects together they met they met through like a, a kind of business business network thing like startup sydney or Sydney Startups or one of those communities and, you know, that's different because they're both interested in um, business. Like they're working on environmental um, kind of clean energy kind of little startup kind of business together and they, they obviously kind of sh have a shared kind of, um, yeah, shared kind of beliefs and values around a lot of that work and that it's useful and that's how they've kind of engaged together and they kind of fit together really well but it's funny like, you know, Jane and Maggie, on the other hand, still friends, um, grew up on the same street, still live close to one another, probably don't spend as much time together as they used to, but still super close, even though the overlap's not there. Like, they're kind of chalk and cheese. Like, two of the most opposite people that are friends I think I know of. And it's, it's really funny. But we talked about utility and consumption last episode, but... What I think I want to talk about today is how friends are formed. And I my belief is that friends are mainly formed on three, and well, probably all relationships, three key things. Values, interests, and shared experiences. Values, one. Interests, two. And shared experiences. 
So Jane and Talia, right, working on the energy thing together. Shared interests, shared values. The things they think about and resonate with are the same. They overlap. So it creates a lot of commonality in conversation, right? Jane can't talk about that stuff with Maggie. I mean, she can, but it's not going to be the same conversation because Maggie's not really going to be bringing anything to the table. She'll just be asking questions and maybe curious about it. If, if she is, she probably isn't because she's not into that stuff. I know her. And so it's, it's really different. It's really, really different. Whereas someone who's actually interested in that thing, it opens up, it opens up all these experiences with that person in that interest. Um, shared experiences on the other hand is, is the odd, is the odd one of the bunch. And it's kind of like the relationships we've got sunk cost in. We have this drive to maintain them. It's certainly not a criticism. I think it's beautiful because I really think that so many people, I feel like most people can be friends with one another. I don't think there's actually any obstacles to being friends with each other and there shouldn't be. I think a world where we actually remove those barriers to being friends with one another is obviously a better world. Uh, it doesn't mean we all have to get along and spend every day with, with, with just anyone we might meet, but certainly getting along with people, even if the interests and values are different, appreciating that. That's why I love the Maggie and Jane friendships, such a beautiful example of what's possible between people. So when I talk about that shared experience thing, they've, they've experienced things together because they grew up together. They were more similar when they were younger. They've grown in different directions and now they're older. Um, but still friends because they have things that happened to reflect on. So they know the same people. So there's lots of incidentals, right? That, that without having to plan it, they'll be invited to the same thing. That maintains a relationship. But then there's all the stories of things they can reflect on that happened together trips they probably went on and experiences and certain parties and memories and you know and then their fam they live on the same street so it makes it easier so the relationship has survived because of these combination of factors but i guess with the bucket thing we really the whole bucket metaphor uh, i apologize if anyone's actually been listening because i i do want to accommodate for people who have just started listening to this episode potentially and the bucket metaphor is that we upgrade things in our bucket over time. Well, not upgrade, but we get more selective based on what our focus is. So if we started with certain friends at the start, we start with our school friends, right? Based on the shared experience of, oh, we're here together. You're cool. I'm cool. Maybe we're interested in this thing together. We both agree to be nice people to one another. We're friends. It's beautiful. But then once you're out in the world, you've got more options for friends. You're not just picking from the people in your class. You're picking from a wider selection. Now, the friends, the early things in the bucket always have an advantage to staying in your bucket. It's like, this is my friend, you know, Maggie. She's been friends with me since I was squirt. So they always have an advantage, but then you're, you're picking from a wider group now. But then the things are going to command more of your time and people who have shared interests with you. People that really like doing the same things you like doing are going to naturally get more of your time. And what you have is a lot of the shared experience friends you have, you'll see less of. You won't feel a, I guess, decline in the quality of your relationship with them or your love for them, but you probably find you're spending less time with them unless it's just very incidental. So that's what I talked about. I live on the same street. Oh, Maggie, go for a walk today. Jane, sure. Right? Or, oh, we're invited to the same party. Cool, I'm going to see you there. Because the people you have shared interests with, you'll probably be collaborating with them on things. 
or the events that you do socially will make more sense because it'll be not just the people you like, but doing things you like. Um, you know, for example, working on the energy startup or in a different situation, playing the same sport we're interested in together, going to the same places we're interested in going on holidays. So this whole dynamic is fascinating, right? You think about, oh, shared experience friends. And I'll talk about the uh, repercussions of it in a sec. But what I find interesting, the idea that, so my friend Andrew Reese, you know, launched that podcast, Hello Stranger, which basically I think proved the point that you, if you're open-minded, you can be friends with anyone. Sorry, I just knocked the microphone if you're listening. Uh, you can be friends with anyone. Uh, you can get along with most people if you're open-minded and that's beautiful. And I found, I think one of my, I guess, one of my really close mates now, I think he pretty sure he listens to the podcast. Um, you know, I don't think we were that close at school. I just knew who he was. There's so many people at my school. We were friends with a lot of the same people, but we never really bonded. But then we've become closer friends after school. And just, you know, it's just funny. Like the incidental you put in front of someone, you can probably get along with them. And if you're not, you certainly want to be that type of person. But the, the, the point of pointing this out is probably for you to make sure that you do have friends that are high on, that they'll say that you have shared values and interests with. So that's your Jane and Talia. Like, yeah, we both value this perspective. We both think energy is important to work on, um, finding solutions for renewable energy, whatever it might be. Because those friends actually reinforce you. And I've talked about problem-solving interests, projects, those people you really form community with, you do stuff with and they'll compound. So if you think about what doors open there, rather if you've got friends that are just shared experience, there's certainly nothing wrong with them. They should always be your friends. Um, you never fully take a friend out of the bucket is, is my assertion. Never fully take a friend out of the bucket, ever. Um, but it's just if they don't understand what you're doing or interested in, they don't resonate. They're, they're not really going to open the same doors for you as the people you're interested in. And it also feels a bit more isolating, to be honest. Because you don't have anyone to share things with and we are social creatures. So that would be the, the repercussion. So do you have friends that, that you share values and interests with? Are you curious about the same things? Do you like doing the same activities? Because that's when you probably need to find more of them. And when you say, how do I find them? There's meetups. There's a lot. Of, um, we're working on stuff with the for Duhat Labs, for the online community. Um, you probably check that out, things like that. Um, there's episodes in the past and blogs on build community or diatrion with ideas and interest mapping. Um, but it's an important ecosystem, I think, for people to start harvesting as well. So you can find people with similar interests with you. Um, but yeah, I, just a real interesting way of thinking about how, how we make friends. And just remember, making friends and being with people is not just kumbaya it's it's opening doors and it's very relevant to our journey that's why i really put in a couple of episodes on it of course the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others you can see that with your friends more than anyone else they're the best people to open doors for right thanks for listening to the with joey podcast see you again tomorrow